Hey guys, real quick before the show, like usual, if you can go ahead and head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review and five stars, because that's much preferable, it'll help us show out a lot, and we can continue doing cool shit. Let's get to it. Artists should not be afraid to express their political views in their art, or on the stage. In fact, in most cases, it can be argued that artists have an obligation to inform their fans to some degree and lead by example even if it makes said fans uncomfortable. As Zach De La Roca says, why stand on a silent platform? Fight the war, fuck the norm. This is Defiant Emotion. Episode four, y'all. This is pretty cool. It's been uh, quite a, a learning experience getting this thing done because there's a lot that has to go into this that I didn't account for. And um, honestly, it's it's been a really cool learning experience uh, putting together a podcast. That being said, um, I'm kind of, I've kind of got the, uh, the 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 gears turning, and we're about four episodes deep right now, and. I have a feeling that around 10 episodes, I want to go ahead and try and reward not only uh, myself, <laughs> but also the peeps who listen to this and anyone who's been supporting it thus far. So, um, I don't really know what it is yet. I don't know what the idea will come to and uh, how it's going to come to fruition. But around episode 10, let's see if we can expect something new and something cool around that time. That's in a couple weeks. We'll already be into the new year by that point. But let's go ahead and just see what happens. That being said, let's get into the show. 2020 is almost over with, and there's a lot that's come to the surface. I won't mull over examples, as I'm pretty sure they're burned into your consciousness, but I will name them. Racism, police brutality, the politicization of a global pandemic, and economic hardship. These affect us all. With the crushing weight of it all, many turn to music as a form of therapy and release. Now, more than ever, our society can benefit greatly from the voices of artists, particularly young artists. Young people are the ones who influence culture the most. They're the ones who set the trends. They're the ones who have the most energy to get loud and get the attention of people and masses of amounts of people. They also tend to be the people with the biggest platforms, whose followers are comprised of even more young people. Why then would young artists not try and show their fans the path to a better future for a better world? Let's not forget, using music as a unifier for a certain political motive is nothing new. In fact, it's been around for a long time here in the U.S. Take, for example, the songs of the Underground Railroad. Quoting an excerpt, from an article on History.com, quote, For centuries, black Americans have used music as a powerful tool. In the antebellum South, enslaved people sang spirituals to covertly plan their escape and freedom. Poems were put into music and performed to celebrate the eradication of slavery, and ballads and hip-hop have been leveraged to protest violence and discrimination against black Americans. End quote. Songs like Swing Low, Sweet Chariot, Follow the Drinking Gourd, 
and Go Down Moses are some of the earliest examples of protest music, dating back to the 19th century. Or even some of the more, you know, familiar songs from the 1960s, songs of protest against the Vietnam War. Or even one that hits closer to home for me personally, the, the Ballad of Ira Hayes by Peter Lafarge. It's a song about a Native American man named Ira Hayes from Arizona who fought in World War II. Uh, he's one of the six U.S. Marines made famous for the raising of the flag at the Battle of Iwo Jima. We all know what that photo looks like. This hits home for me because my great-grandfather, Isidore Palma, was also a Native American who fought in World War II. Underrepresented, and to this day, his people are still oppressed. Of course, though, if you are a musician with a platform, expressing your points of view will inevitably get you some pushback from time to time. The shut up and sing sentiment coming from a salty fan is something I'm sure many of us have experienced before. I myself have had people tell me, you know, just stick the drums, bro, or let's get you back in the studio and off the streets protesting whenever I made a point to uh, be outspoken about an issue. In my view, though, uh, this alludes to the fact that there seems to be a misconception by some consumers of music, and they think that music only serves as a medium of entertainment and that it shouldn't blend with politics. I mean, it's hilarious, but even this year, in light of the police brutality conversation, Rage Against the Machine seemingly got canceled by some of their fans, with one guy tweeting, Music is my sanctuary, and the last thing I want to hear is political BS when I'm listening to music. As far as I'm concerned, you and Pink are totally done. Keep running your mouth and ruining your fan base. To which Tom Morello, uh, the guitar player of Rage, he responded with, what music of mine are you a fan of that didn't contain political BS? I need to know so I can delete it from the catalog. There's something to be said about music that has a powerful message. And while there are times when you will come under fire for expressing those views, it goes to show that it has an effect on people. It makes them feel something. It evokes an emotive response from within that can cause reflection, inspiration, and action. This is the essence of art itself. Quoting another article, uh, this one from BigThink.com. A common refrain from disgruntled fans is that musicians should shut up and sing. In the current age, simply expressing support for this or that candidate has its own currency and criticism. Yet, musicians are citizens too. If a guy with an internet connection and a grudge to bear can amass millions of followers for nothing more than ranting, we do well to listen to those that have a track record of contributing positively to our culture. End quote. Now, you know, let me just point something out. Um, just like everybody else, I think artists should also be ready to receive any and all pushback that comes from them expressing their points of view. For instance, someone like Kanye, arguably one of the top five biggest artists in the world, has said certain things online that have caused massive amounts of pushback from his fans, as well as, you know, strangely enough, embrace from uh, other people who may agree with what he's said, however outlandish it could be. And, you know, I'm not really going to dive into some of the things he's said, because there's always Google, but let's just say I don't think most people would find these statements savory. In fact, I'd say that uh, most level-headed people with progressive mindsets would find his banter to be offensive and distasteful. For the sake of time, though, I'm just going to leave that there. But what I will argue is that this is an example of reaping what you've sown. When you say something that you know is going to rock the boat 
do your best to make sure that you've fact-checked yourself and that your claims have merit. If you don't do so and you spread misinformation, then you will inevitably become less credible and what you said will not be able to withstand whatever scrutiny comes its way. So, in the case of what Kanye was saying, there's a reason there was so much backlash to what he said. And you know, that's the cost that must be paid from time to time. All of that being said, there's another thing that I think this points to. And it's that just like artists have an obligation to take part in important conversations, listeners too carry a responsibility to have more than a surface-level understanding of the music that they consume. Now, this is obviously something that most people in the world, uh, especially here in the U.S., will never adhere to. Um, but just you know, just because most people are oblivious to it, um, I'd say that you know, mass consumerism in our culture makes it impossible for you to convey your point to everybody. But in light of that, Odds are your music isn't for everybody. Odds are, if you're listening to this podcast, you're somehow involved in a more underground, grassroots scene or genre. Maybe not, but I have a feeling you are. And given that, you know there's a specific type of person, a specific type of fan, that you know will enjoy your music. And odds are, if they're willing to give your art the time of day, then they will also listen to what you have to say because you have the ability to speak to them in a special way. No, I did not intend for that to rhyme. Now, back to my other point. For any fans of music that may be listening, understand that at its heart, the relationship between you and your favorite artists is something that should be solely for fun, and it should be enlightening. You pay good money to see them live, to buy their merch, and listen to their music. They keep doing what they do because you make it possible. You are the lifeline. Don't ever forget that. However, once this is understood, you should also take a look within and see what you're taking away from their message. What values do they express? Do they lead by example? And more importantly, do you pay attention to the words being said in their lyrics? If there doesn't seem to be anything that they stand for, are you willing to ask it of them? Because whether you know it or not, your favorite bands pay attention to what you're saying more than you know. Bringing it home, my point is simple and I don't feel the need to complicate it. As we move into 2021, our society will begin to try and find its way out of the many obstacles that lie ahead. From reestablishing their careers to getting their health back on track to continuing the fight for racial equality, etc. I believe that artists have the power to shape the way in which we handle it all, from the bottom up, not from the top down. I also feel that given all the crazy shit that's happened in 2020, once restrictions lift, and once the pandemic subsides, fans of music will be eager, more than ever, to get back to shows. And this may present a rare opportunity for young artists to draw better crowds than before. Because so many people are going to be very happy to be able to go to shows again. So, if you're hearing this, and you've been on the fence of whether or not to put something important into a song, or to say it on your platforms, let this be a sign and a call for you to step off the fence and speak out in confidence. Not because it's easy, but because as an artist, you've chosen a path that makes you a role model, and someone who has influence, 
and the world needs your voice now more than ever. Thanks for listening.